Hey guys, it's Ansar at The Solutionist Audio Vibes and in this episode I'm going to go through the importance of intentions. So many people have arguments and fights under assumptions, under inaccurate information or information that is incomplete. They base their thinking on the meanings that they take on false information, on predetermined experiences. And because of that, what they don't do essentially is look into the most important factor of the person that they're arguing with. That is intention. What did that person intend when they said something? What was their intention in their heart when they took an action against you or towards you? And if you can learn to take the time to ask somebody their intentions towards you or the things that happened with you or to you or for you, you'll be able to get the better picture, the more accurate picture really, in order to understand why they did the thing that they did. And the why is so important because there are many times when a person can have good intentions and maybe they lacked the necessary tools or the information or the experience to be able to express that good intention in the proper manner. And what happens essentially, it comes out wrong. And because of that, the results are completely contradictory to the actual intention. And so that person who receives that action ends up thinking it's rude, it's uncalled for, it's incorrect, it's bad. And that's the meaning that they've created over the years from their personal experiences. What you have to realize is your past experiences don't reflect the current person. Look, it does not matter how many different types of people that you've met or the type, the gender. Some people just generalize a certain gender to a certain problem. And so they say, I don't trust men anymore or I don't trust women anymore. And it's so wrong of you to do that because you have to realize is when one person does something to you and they hurt you or they offend you, that person can never be same as somebody else. Even identical twins are very different in their behavior, in their experiences, in their potential, in their ability to change, in their abilities to understand. If you look at the example of cars and car models, you can have 10 to 15 or 20 different Honda Civics, same models, same year, and each of them belongs to a different owner. I guarantee you each individual Honda Civic will last completely different lengths of time. Each one will have different problems that will not be identical. Even though the base model, the year it was created, the factory that created it was identical or at least very, very similar. And for that reason alone, just because one Honda Civic has a problem does not mean to say that, you know what, all Honda Civics are going to always have problems. I'm never going to buy a Honda Civic ever again. That is completely unjustified and the law of averages will clearly show that just because you've had a personal problem with a specific car model type does not mean everybody else suffered the same and this is kind of how you need to look at 
each individual experience, bad or good, that you have with others and that you have with your surroundings. This is why it's so vital and so important that if you want to avoid getting into arguments, into fights, into places where you have resentment towards other people and situations, then you need to take into account the importance of intentions. Because even though people have generally the same makeup, we are all individually unique. Our upbringing is unique. Our experiences are unique. The way we see the world and the way we see our own reality is unique, which means you need to give each individual person a complete zero starting point. Just like if you met new people and they first time interacted with you, wouldn't you like to be able to be judged based on you being a new person? You wouldn't think it's fair that if somebody already prejudged you based on your color or your size or your complexion or the way that you dress and look or the way that you might have even said your first sentence. It's completely inaccurate. And maybe due to stress, due to lack of experience, you've come across wrong or you've come across inappropriate or you may have come across way too timid for somebody to be attracted to you. And these are all unfair judgments and unfair understanding of who you are. In the same way, this is why it's so important that before you judge a person, a group of persons, a set of people, you need to be able to say, you know what, I need to get myself back to judging this person solely based on how they interact with me now. And Whatever situation then comes about, if that person then behaves in a manner that may be inappropriate for you, for your standard, for what you find acceptable or not acceptable, it's very, very important, especially if this person you liked at the onset or you may have been attracted to before they spoke, it's important to give them a chance to go a bit deeper. There's so many people that I come across and I find, especially within the female gender, that they judge men too harshly even before they've given them the chance to actually get to know them. They've just taken their appearance and even their approach, their first attempt at trying to ask them out or say something as automatically dismissal. It's too harsh. It's too early for you to make that kind of judgment and that kind of harsh no to them because all you're doing is first of all limiting yourself and you're judging way too prematurely to the point that you'll get nobody coming to you in the end. So when it comes to actually getting to know people and then to be able to interact with them and live with them and have experiences with them, it's very important for you to dig a bit more deeper and get to the bottom of why. The reason and the intention as to why they said what they said, how they meant by it, and what was their intention. And you'll find genuinely most people's intentions are good. They may have translated or communicated what they wanted to say incorrectly. They may have wanted to do something else and the results came out like something else. And imagine you have that new information. Imagine somebody said something to you and it seemed quite, I don't know, let's say awkward or weird. 
in your mind, in your heart, you felt, oh, this is weird. This is creepy. But until you've actually asked that person, why did you say that? And then you find that this person actually likes you. They're attracted to you and they just feel a bit shy. And they're very, very, maybe they're very shy and they've had rejections before. So finally, when they had the courage to come up to you and say something, it came out completely wrong because of the pressure that they had built for themselves. Wouldn't you then give that person another chance? Wouldn't you then remove the original thoughts that you had of this guy's weird or this girl's weird? I know I would because I would say, oh, you know what? I can understand the pressure this person is coming from. And I'll also be really kind of uh, complimented for, for, for them to say that they attracted to me and that because of that attraction, they felt awkward, they felt shy and they're feeling uh, lack of confidence. And of course, if you knew that information after the initial thing passed, uh, initial conversation or interaction passed, surely you must be able to then say, okay, maybe it's not as weird as I initially thought because it's something that I would kind of expect from somebody who is just really scared or fearing rejection or just shy to come and ask somebody out that they like because you know from your own experiences that you could have just as easily been that person. And that's why it's so important to really understand people's intentions before we make premature judgments. I hope this episode has been beneficial and that you'll be able to apply this idea, this method and put this practice into your life so that you're able to understand each other better. Have a fantastic day, guys.